All right, special interview time here on Below the Belt Show. Two of the great creators of this amazing film called Who's Annie, which had a premiere at Slam Dance. We have a director writer Sophia Peer, and we have executive producer Ryan Cunningham. Thanks for joining us here on BTB. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you awesome. for having us. Yes. First of all, congratulations on. Uh, being a, a selected film of uh, Slam Dance, uh, when you first got the word that your film would be a part of that uh, slate, what were your thoughts? Uh, I mean, huge relief, I guess, because you never know. Um, <laughs> so I was just really excited to finally have a premiere date. Fantastic. How would you say the coming? Yeah. Yeah. How would you say the um, the reception was of the two screenings now that it's uh, it took place last week? It was really fun to hear people laughing at it, honestly. Mm. Just, you know, it's kind of just been like our secret, you know? Like people who have been working on posts have been watching it over and over for various reasons. And I also thought it was cool that I kind of laughed. (laughs) I heard that. Yeah, yeah. I heard Ryan laughing too. It's great when you can laugh at your own work, right? (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, especially, you know, because it's like I had been watching it for other things for so long, you know, just the color and the sound and whatever, and just like small tweaks and things like that. So it was like, you know, oh, wait, now that I'm seeing it again, it's funny. (laughs) It's always uh, an incredibly different experience once you see things with an audience, especially for a comedy. Like, yeah, it's really what you like live and thrive off of. So it's so exciting. Yeah, it's a little bit of a, a rush when you hear the audience responding favorably, right? Yeah. Yeah, very, very cool. Now, um, now I'm reading here, this was actually based on actual events. Uh, obviously, uh, Annie is playing herself. Sophia, you're playing yourself uh, to a degree. Were there any differences in your real persona versus your on-screen perf- persona for this film? I mean, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> So in the show is, uh, I mean, the co-writer, Annie Sickerman, she was drawing inspiration uh, from, we met in high school. Uh, She was drawing inspiration from my high school version. And um, yeah, this Sophia is is just, you know, sort of just more self-involved or like not even, it's just she's not really thinking about other people as much as adult Sophia and um yeah just um she's erratic she wants to take shortcuts she's like a by any means necessary kind of person which maybe i am too but she makes a lot more mistakes and missteps um with that so i mean yeah there's there's differences but it's certainly based on me right but with annie i'm just a guess but uh, the annie we see in the film is how annie is in real life would you say Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I mean, when we wrote dialogue for her, we wrote it, you know, with her voice in mind. Yeah. Um, it's based on her, and it's based on things that really happened to her or between us, etc. Of course, with exaggerations. Yeah, much like, um, you know, I I uh, was a co-EP on Broad City, and you know, very much like uh, it was Abby and Alana, but it was like them cranked up to 11, you know, <laughs> I think it's, it's Annie and Sophia, but it's, it's cranked up. Yeah. Love it. And uh, wow. Such an inspirational film for, for actors, obviously the, myself included, you know, a part of screen actors guild. 
Um, of course, we we try to audition for the bigger stuff, the co-stars, the guest stars, but occasionally we have to do background work and, you know, if we want to, you know, um, make some money. But uh, I, I was just curious because Annie had done a lot of background work. How was it um, as far as getting the footage of her work into the film? Was there a process? Was it difficult to get those highlighted scenes? Um, I mean, I had been collecting them as she, anytime she made a cameo, I was really excited to sort of, you know, grab that file. Um, and in terms, I mean, since this show is about her and starring her, so it's like this kind of doc scripted hybrid zone where that is considered, you know, part of the doc part of her. Okay. And and as a documentary, you can kind of. Those those are the loopholes for using uh, other fair other use, seats. yeah. Yeah, fair use. Okay, I was curious how that worked. Wow, and then Annie, quite the 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 featured um, you know cameo background resume with Orange Is the New Black, Inventing Anna, New Amsterdam, and um, yeah, so many actors. A lot of my friends and colleagues are are in yeah, I, same position. I caught her on Inventing Anna. And texted Sophia immediately and was like, we have to get this. She's making the best scowl <laughs> you know, in, the, in the bus going to the prison. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, she's an inmate again. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Always, yeah. Forever. Yeah, because uh, the, the real Annie had spent some time in prison, right? Yeah, yes, she did. Oh, oh. that's that is absolutely wild. Now, let's talk about you meeting Annie and... Uh, approaching her for the project was it an actual meeting at a burger king or is it elsewhere <laughs> it was really a meeting at a burger king wow. on northern boulevard in queens close to where we both grew up and where annie still lives and where my parents still live um so yeah we met at a burger king and we clicked right away wow that is so interesting wow um, and and was uh, the conversation like relatively similar to what is actually in the pilot? It was somewhat similar. I mean, I in the pilot, I'm like a little more removed and like, yeah. uh, why are you talking to me or whatever? <laughs> but in real life, I was like, ooh, tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's so inspirational for actors because a lot of people – in the entertainment industry, I guess, give up after a certain point in their life or a certain age. And Annie is proof that you can still pursue the industry at 50 plus, 60 plus, whatever. Yeah, you can start your career then. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's really inspirational. And, you know, to actually get a background actor to the forefront, I think is is great. I think a lot of my friends and colleagues need to see this, this film. So where do you see this um, – film uh, obviously it's episodic because it's a pilot where, where do you see this uh, project uh as far as on a network um and where do you and what do you see for future episodes well i mean uh yeah a great network or streaming platform is the goal and i think the pilot is really just giving you sort of a taste and a proof of concept of where all three of the main characters can go so, I mean, there, the the actual process of making the pilot has taken so many years and we have so many stories of just making the pilot itself, let alone like Annie's backstory, Sophia's backstory and Kim's backstory. Um, there's just so much to work with. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we right now have been like working on the story arc of everything. And, oh, good. I mean, obviously, Sophia is going to be facing charges for uh, check fraud. Yeah, we need to know what happens. Yeah. So there's there's um there's uh full scripts written or just treatments for these uh, future episodes. Um, well, we have like a almost full script for the second episode, and then we have like outlines for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Oh, fantastic! Wow, if you could choose a network where this would stream, where would you like it to, uh, to be? Uh, should I let you answer this, Ryan? <laughs> I mean, I I think you know we'd love to see it on any of the major streamers, like sure, Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, you know, HBO Max. Yes, the, the sort of I, I can totally, the main ones. I can totally, <laughs> totally see. Yeah, the big ones. The yeah. big ones. Yeah. Right. Now, is the world ready to see um, Who's Annie yet? And is there a way for, for everyone to see it yet? Oh, no, not yet, no. Okay. We're still uh, doing, like, premieres in different cities and things okay. like that, so. And yeah. we're in the process of um, taking it out to market as well. Very nice, festival. very nice. So more film festivals uh, for for. Uh, for who's adding is, is the yeah idea. yeah i will say you know this was a technique that uh was used on search party where the the style and the tone and the storytelling and i think also the 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 actors were just sort of it was like no matter how many times sophia described it we just needed to show people um, and that was one of the things that happened with Search Party was that the the tone and the style and the mood was just like so, and the style of comedy was just like so very specific um, that the production company funded the making of the pilot in order to sell it. Um, and I, I felt like that was a, a similar um, tactic that we kind of needed to do here because I think if, if we just describe the show, uh, it it you sort of fall into this like meta loop and it gets very confusing. But if we could just show it to you, um, it makes a lot more sense and and everybody gets it. Interesting. I was curious also, um, Ryan, on the major differences between uh, producing um, a show that's already established on a network versus an independent uh, project like this. <laughs> Money. <laughs> right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you feel like you work harder on, on these versus the, you know, the shows like, like Broad City and, and, and Search Party? What did you say, Sophia? You, do you feel like you work sometimes harder on an indie project like this versus uh, uh, working on a Search Party or? Oh, for sure. I mean, you know, we're 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 working with, you know, a non-union, like much more skeleton crew, you know, and we're all kind of playing multiple roles. Like I. I, I acted in the I made my acting debut in uh, in this as one of the casting directors. Yes. Um and um you know I I think pretty much every crew member sort of played at least some kind of role in this and um uh yeah we were all sort of you know I was like helping out with set dressing <laughs> and you know uh yeah. wearing multiple hats in this one yeah yeah what usually happens on an indie project yeah but so it was just so fun and it, it was such a an incredibly uh happy shoot 
and everybody was in such like a marvelous happy mood while we were filming which was great that's awesome uh, Sophia, is this your first time in front of the camera I mean, yeah, I've done some stuff with my parents and, you know, I've been in some other friends who are filmmakers films, but not in this big of a role. Um, Yeah, it's been a learning curve for sure. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Something you would love to do more of or you like to be behind the camera? It's fun. It's fun. But I think, yeah, my main passion is definitely, um, you know, coming up with the ideas and being behind the camera and interacting with the actors. Yeah, initially, I'll just say this. Uh, When we first came up with the idea of having Sophia in the show, I cast somebody to play me. Like, of course, I'm not going to be in this. Right. And because of the meta nature of everything, it just became so much funnier when I showed up to direct the person that I cast to play me, who's directing Annie, you know, to add that extra layer. Yeah. Like, I pop out from behind a bush and start criticizing everything. You know, it's like that. Well, you're, you're both naturals in front of the camera. <laughs> they, had, they had uh, some acting coaching from uh, Chaz Palminteri. Great. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Eat Chaz Palminteri. Wow. That is awesome. <laughs> now, how was the... Um, what would you say the main differences from going from music video um, direction to... Uh, something of like this nature for you? I mean, music videos are so visual, you know what I mean? It's just like all visual. And I took that here, you know what I mean? Because we're going into all these different genres and I had to be able to kind of dip into all these different visual themes and genres. Um, but um, yeah, it's, it's a lot more, I don't know. There's a lot more meat to directing somebody and writing lines for them and, mm-hmm. Know, being really present for their emotional changes and shifts versus you know one person or one band like it's just a very different experience in terms of directing right on well if we could talk a little bit about your music video work uh, Sophia um wow big fan of the bands that you directed and then I had to check out the uh the music videos and they're all so beautiful and so creative in, in very different ways Thank you. Thank you know, I, I, that's what I love. It's like I don't see a very a, a similarity between each video or something very different. Uh, starting with that Paramore, um, Ain't It Fun, which I love the song. And uh, how was that experience just working with with the, with Haley Williams and the band and having them destroy a bunch of crap? And, you know, I'm, I'm sure that was like a stress relief for them to, you know, you have those uh, stress rooms where you bash things and destroy things. And um, I'm curious how uh, that went down for them. Well, I mean, Haley is magic on camera. It's like you you could put her in any scenario. She was really easy to work with, like a true, true performer through and through. Um, Yeah, I mean, the challenges with that were that they had limited time and it was, you know, a lot to film for that music video in a very limited time. It was Thanksgiving weekend. So I hired an entire crew of Australians because Thanksgiving doesn't mean anything to them. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we went to Nashville and we stayed in like the backwoods of Nashville somewhere to like find this cool barn. I mean, it was certainly challenging time wise. Um, And no matter how much money you have, it always seems like too little. 
Um, but yeah, the ideas were big, you know, we wanted all these props and all these setups and it was just like running around like boom, 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 boom. And Haley was on point. I mean, the whole band was, but Haley, especially on point, like in a second, you know, and that's the only way it worked. Wow. It certainly did work. You can see Haley doing, uh, um, like a feature film or, um, a series as well. She had, she had that going on. I've thought about it for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's an idea, right? (laughs) <laughs> I yeah i mean a lot of a lot of uh like uh musicians and artists like to you know transition to to acting uh roles right. so hero mirai with childish gambino i mean right yeah. Gambino is a perfect perfect example and then uh watching your uh national videos uh i need my girl and and, and graceless um looks like they were going for like a noir look for most of their stuff right really sure where that came from exactly um I think it was just like I don't know I wanted to like make like a in Graceless I wanted to make sort of like a Fellini film about like men who were have who were sort of regressing together and I have Matt Berninger's father uh riding around in like a lawnmower while they're like you know, shotgunning beers and whatever, you know. So um, I think it just, to me, it needed that. But then with the I need my girl, I think just because it was like this, it was very black and white. Like it was a rotating platform. Everyone was yeah. black. It just kind of, I went with it, you know, in the color grade. That was really cool. It was art. It was total art. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. Are there any particular artists that you'd love to work with and direct their music video that you haven't worked with yet? Oh, my God. Um, Well, that's hard to say. I mean, uh, I'm kind of obsessed with Dean Blunt right now, um, but he's sort of like like elusive and uh, I can't see getting to make a music video for him. But um, yeah, there's a lot of like hip hop musicians that I'm interested in. Yeah. into that realm yeah because i see the mo- the genre mostly is the alternative rock uh from what what, what i've seen uh for your your stuff so going the hip-hop route will give you a little more uh variety i guess right yeah more in line with like my upbringing of listening to hot 97 all day there you go <laughs> there you go <laughs> ryan any uh future projects uh, other than um who's annie that you uh you'll be working on well, I'm currently, oh, yeah, do, do you want to go, Ryan? Yeah, oh, yeah, both you of you, yeah. You go. Um, I'm working on this series with comedian Lily Murata, nice. and just have these short, short little, like, webisodes or whatever that are sort of proof of concept of a much larger idea. Uh, Lily is a queer comedian who plays, she's from Boston, and she plays sort of like a Boston bro type um picture if like Mark Wahlberg is queer in The Departed um, and that really obsessed with food. Um, so Lily Murata's character, Danny, moves to New York from Boston to become like an expert food guy and comedy ensues. <laughs> wow. Love it. Love it. How about you, Ryan? Um, so I'm actually directing a show that's playing, currently running at a Soho Playhouse in New York called Sam Morris and Sugar Daddy. Um, And I am going to be directing a feature in about two weeks. Um, And um, I have a show in development at FX that 
uh, hasn't been announced yet, so I can't totally talk about okay. it. Okay. Can you talk about the film you're directing next week? Um, yeah, in two weeks. Um, yeah, it was written in, uh, it was written by um, Matt Foss and Cora Vanderbrook, and um, it's a um, uh, it's it's a small it's a it's a very like tiny indie low budget um, two hander of um, uh, t- two people in their mid forties who knew each other in high school but have lost touch and um, in an effort to try to save money um, she reaches out to him uh, to ask him to be her sperm donor oh and wow he is um, the guy she didn't go to prom with in high school um, and um, uh, they come together for a 48 hour period meeting in these uh, adjoining motel rooms. And uh, you know, she has this whole plan of everything and she's gonna be receiving his deposits and you know, um, and, uh, um, uh, and like nothing goes according to plan. So that's usually how it is. Yes. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <great to play. laughs> yeah. That sounds, that film sounds like a lot of fun. And uh, yeah. wow, this has been great. Uh, Sophia and Ryan, of course, who's Annie, um, hopefully will be in another film festival. Of course, Slam Dance had already um, uh, taken place and, and Sundance. Did you, did you party it up over there in the, in Park City? Did you, uh, did um, all the, uh... I did something called a ski shot. Which yeah, you have one ski and a bunch of shot glasses attached to it, and okay. then all try to do it at the same time. Yeah, so yeah, a little bit of partying. <laughs> but you didn't. Uh, you didn't do as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I happen to be five two, and the other women <laughs> doing it with are at least five seven. So yeah. <laughs> went up my nose. She was a little like, ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I've I didn't go this year, but I've attended both Slamdance and Sundance, and they're just both uh, incredible, incredible times. And uh, yeah, did you ever make it to any Sundance uh, screenings or any, any of those while you were there? Yeah, I saw the. I mean, I saw a bunch, but my favorite was Gemma Joya. It was amazing. Nice. Wow. Um, be in theaters, no doubt. Yeah, a lot of great, a lot of great projects that came out of the Sundance, and of course, your project from Slamdance. Um, where can we keep everyone updated on everything Sophia and Ryan? You have a website, right, Sophia? SophiaPure.com. It is probably the place to go right now. Yeah, it's just SophiaPure.com, and there's a tab called Series, and there will be more information about who's Annie as we get it. Good. So hopefully the the, the American public, or the world public, rather, can see this incredible uh, film. That's right, the world. Yes, the world. <laughs> Ryan, any plugs? Um, you know, you can follow me on Instagram at, at Ryan E. Cunningham. Don't forget the E. And nice. um, uh, I mean, I, I I also run a post house in New York called Running Man that I co-own. And uh, that's runningmanpost.com. And anything that I'm directing or executive producing uh, kind of goes through the post house. So everything gets sort of added onto there. Wow. Fantastic. Both of you do amazing things. And of course, best of luck with Who's Annie. I'm looking forward to see what happens uh, after Sophia gets arrested. And uh, (laughs) we need need to know more. We need to know what Annie's next project is. So 
Uh, thank you both so much. And before we let you go, if you could let us know who you are throughout a uh, plug for who's Annie and um, let us know you're on below the belt show and whatever you want at the end. Just introduction. Okay. Uh, I'm Sophia Peer. I'm the creator, director, and co-writer of Who's Annie. And I'm Ryan Cunningham. I am the executive producer of Who's Annie. And, and you are on. And we are on the Below the Belt show. Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah, Below the Belt. Thank you so much for having us. That was rad. Thank you yeah, so thank much. Thank you. All right. You guys have a great night. Thank you. So, thank you so much for a great interview. This is great. You too. Thank you. Thank you.